The singularity is near. Blockchain, quantum computing, synthetic biology. Hey, my name is Sophie. I'm 16 year old on a mission to create the future. I'm learning a lot in this journey, and I want to share it with the world. This is the 2045 podcast. Hey, how are you? I really hope you're doing amazing, whether you're just starting your day, doing chores, working out, or wrapping up your day. I gotta thank you for choosing the 2045 podcast, where we talk about personal development, innovation, and the world. Today's podcast is going to be about the world and innovation. We have Luca Moreira on the show, a 15-year-old full-stack developer from Brazil who I met in a sort of exchange program and competition about doing keynote presentations, plays, improvisation challenges, and singing a cappella. During all those activities, Luca really impressed me, and when I heard that he was working on coding projects as well and robotics and so many other things, I said, I gotta invite him to the podcast. So that's the story. Now I gotta just briefly mention that this podcast was recorded asynchronously because, oh, well, it was my fault. Basically, we couldn't agree on a time, but this is gonna be dope. So stay tuned. And now we're getting started. Welcome, Luca, to the 2045 podcast. The first question, since this is not like life, is how would you describe yourself? Who is Luca Moreira? What's up, everybody? My name is Luca Moreira. I'm 15 years old. I'm living in Brazil right now. I'm a full-stack web developer, an ethical hacker, and the CEO and founder of five startups. Cool, cool. That sounds pretty amazing, to be honest. Well, moving to another part of the episode, I'd like to ask you, you know, people from many different parts of the world listen to this podcast, people from Italy, Mexico, Canada, the US, Germany, and other countries, and I think we are all wondering, how is it like to live in Brazil during this pandemic times, you know, How is the lockdown over there? What are people thinking? What has the government done? Living this pandemic in Brazil has been pretty sad, you know. The government hasn't been doing the control over the disease. Um, also, the government haven't had until now some good policy about it they're just commenting over it um i guess it, it got pretty much more political than um uh, really wanting to do something for the people um also i think the um the saddest part was that the population was pretty ignorant like Um, if you watch the local news, it was sort of like lots of people going outside their houses without masks, without uh, the security precautions, just going to the parks, to the shopping malls, mm -hmm. to bars, everyone together there. Um, 
it's really sad to see how selfish those people are. Um, how sad the situation is here. Yeah, I totally get that. Like, Mexico is also one of the countries in the world with most COVID cases. Um, so it's a hard situation, I'd say. Um, but according to, well, the perspective of a teenager, you know, a Gen Z person, how has the pandemic impacted your social life and stability? You know, people talk a lot about mental health and being teenagers, the most normal or common thing, I guess, is just to hang out with your friends outside and um, hug each other. You know, we were used to having these sort of things and COVID has changed everything. So what's your perspective on this? I guess the pandemic affected our lives in many ways, especially our social life. Um, but I guess we can deal with it. It is sad and also strange to do this the, the way we're doing live uh, video calls, WhatsApp, Instagram, Twitter, this kind of social media where we can meet there virtually and talk, see how everyone is doing. But I'm glad we have those resources to be able to do that so we can stay inside our houses. However, I do miss um, other members of my family that I'm not seeing, all my friends, professors. But I guess that's how we need to do it, you know? For sure, that's a very interesting point of view, you know, um, not only seeing that we have been disconnected and that we haven't seen many people for a long time, but actually appreciating what technology can bring us today. Because in previous pandemics, people didn't have this, right? People didn't have Instagram or Twitter, or they couldn't even maintain themselves informed as we are right now. And, you know, that's why they sometimes say that this isn't only like a COVID pandemic in terms of the virus and in terms of health, but also in terms of information, because information is totally exploiting and um, just filling our inboxes every day as it hadn't done before. Uh, but anyways, um, how has your experience been with online classes, which is also like a big part of COVID, I guess, you know, uh, these change that many people have considered to be completely negative. Others have seen like the bright side or maybe just another point of view. Like uh, sometimes we used to think that school is like the only way to learn um, actually going in person to school and COVID has shown us the opposite. So what do you think about this? Online classes has been different from everything I have ever experienced. Uh, first, I thought it would be like something like online tutorials I would use to watch on the internet, but it turns out that was totally different from that. Um, I haven't been liking that much. But I think the reason for that is that we're still getting used to it, still adapting to this new way to give and watch classes. Um, I guess 
we still need to wait a little bit more because we are all getting used to it, like students, professors, the school staff, um, especially the professors. Uh, many of them haven't seen these technologies in their lives. So we need to understand their part as well, their point of view, what they're passing through. Uh, and I guess that is it. We still need to wait a little bit more, in my opinion, so we can see what really is like uh, an online class where everyone is the best. Yeah, I think I agree with you. We probably haven't gotten up to that point in which everyone adapts to this system because, as you say, so sometimes we are too selfish, I think, and we are only thinking like, oh, online classes are terrible for students, but we don't think about the other part, which are teachers, professors who probably are having it even more difficult than we are because they're not used to these kind of technologies as much as we are. So, yeah, interesting. Okay, so we've finished with the world section of this podcast. It was very interesting to know about, you know, different perspectives of teenagers around the world in terms of this pandemic. But now we are getting into the innovation section, which is personally the most interesting. So, Luca, I know you love coding and you've developed some really, really dope projects. So tell me more about that. Yes, I love coding. I have been coding for 10 years right now and already done some interesting projects from uh, coding uh, robots, codes for robots to do in competitions, uh, just like rescue competitions, speed competitions, strength competitions, all with robots. Uh, I already developed some websites from for clients uh, of one of my startups. Um, we are currently, me and my team, we are currently coding um, a social medium. And also we are developing some algorithms. Uh, one very interesting one, it's an algorithm we are doing so we can make online classes more accessible for people that can he can't hear so they can see the subtitles so we're doing uh, an algorithm that can make live subtitles to online classes so people that can hear they can have an subtitle so they can read and keep learning as the other ones Wow, that sounds like a very cool initiative, you know, making classes more accessible because that's something that we also sometimes don't stop to think about. What about people who are visually impaired, who can't really hear very well? And talking about adversities, which has been a challenge you faced and how did you overcome it? Um, I guess the biggest difficulty I had when I started coding it's finding information and places where you can learn because um, sometimes it can be very difficult for you to find certain uh, information about some areas of coding 
and you really need to look deep there on internet so you can find those or sometimes you won't find you need to go after books and then you need to go after people that code or in forums and that was how i overcome that you know uh, when i didn't find on the internet which is very common not to find some information in the internet i go after books and especially i go after people that code as well i guess one of the coolest parts of programming is the community because the reason I hate there is just like everyone helping everyone with their codes, like making suggestions, teaching, passing knowledge to other people, to nations, just like a big family, you know? Uh, we coders, programmers, we're just like a big family. Um, that's, I think it is my advice for the ones who are starting to code nine right now or, or thinking about uh, starting to code um, go after a community if you want you can go on my Instagram and DM me if you want something just go there feel free and um, go to these people that already called and ask for help don't be afraid uh, most of us we're just there for help to help you with whatever you need and just try i guess many people uh, are afraid of trying because they can fail but if you don't give up just keep trying with all your efforts uh, if you don't even if you don't have uh, the talent, as they say, to code, if you try, I'm sure you will do it perfect, perfectly. I love that mindset, Luca. I used to tell to myself, like, I would really love to do some coding projects, but I'm not good at it. Like, why should I even try it? But if you never try, you will never become good at it, right? So thanks for that. And finally, which is one personal advice that you give for curious people, curious kids around the world who want to make a good impact, who want to go farther than just school, who want to develop these sort of projects and become exceptional? My advice to the ones who want to make the difference in the world it's just to go there and do what you need to do because you love what you're doing, because you believe in what you're doing, the ideas behind it, the benefits people will have from what you're doing. Because I think the biggest difference from the ones who are doing the things for themselves to the ones who are doing the things to change the world is the intention. Because when you do things to change the world, you understand that when you do the things, when you do your projects, when you make solutions, you don't make the solutions for yourself. You make those for other persons, to the ones who haven't 
had the opportunities to do what they want, to do what they dream about. We do this to help people to achieve what they want to achieve, to help people to stop suffering, to help people to solve their problems. So this is really novel, you know, uh, what you're doing, the ones who are hearing this, the ones who change the world. And don't be afraid to fail, as they say, because when you fail, you learn. The biggest time to learn is when you fail. So take all the opportunities you have with all the strength, with all the will that you have to do that. And if you know how, just ask us. Ask, uh, if you don't want to ask us, just ask anyone you, you know that is making the difference. Go there, try to do something. Gather the ones who want to do that on your community. Uh, stick together, um, make projects together. And just don't forget why you're doing that. Uh, I guess the, this is the biggest learn, lesson, you know? I, we're doing this for the people. We're doing this to the other, to our sisters and brothers that are out there. And that's why we do it. That's why we don't give up. That's why we keep doing things, even with people say, like, this is dumb, you know, like, they say we're fools because we're trying to do different. But we keep doing that because we know this purpose is bigger than ourselves, is much bigger than ourselves. So I guess there it is. Just go for it, don't give up, and keep the purpose on your mind. That's it. Wow. Being honest, Luca, I hadn't listened to this audio from the ones you sent me until now. And I think this is one of the best pieces of advice I've ever heard. I, I think, well, both in the content, you know, keeping in mind the purpose behind what you're doing and not being afraid to fail, but also like the way you said it was so inspiring and motivating that I am really excited for that. I'm really excited about the things that you're gonna keep on building. So thank you so, so much for coming here. Well, I don't know if coming here literally applies to this situation, but thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and experience with us. I hope I see you soon. And thank you for listening to this episode. I really hope it's been valuable to you that you've learned about teenagers' perspectives around COVID, online classes, and just get to know the world. If you want to connect with Luca, I'll make sure to leave his social media links in the description below as always. And also talking about social media, don't forget that we have an Instagram and Twitter account at 2045podcast where you can get even more value. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.